0: China. 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 Yo, yo, this is <laughs> Justin B. Bieber.
1: Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the
2: interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Zach Sang Show. Dan is here. Heather's not here, but Big Sean is here. I am here. Come Heather on. is
1: not here, but Big Sean is here.
2: Zeno, clap. Yeah. God damn it.
1: Hey. <laughs> Good to be here, man. Good seeing you, buddy. Uh, Haven't seen you in a while.
2: It's been. A long time.
1: Yes, yes, it has. I, you look great, by the way, man. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations that, to you. You're looking like a real ladies' man.
2: I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to work, right? Hey, like,
1: <laughs> Danny goes well. Yeah. I'm, just,
2: I'm just trying to lose the virginity thing.
1: Hey, man, I don't see, I don't see what's stopping you.
2: That's it. I'm trying to, like, I think if, for LA, it took me a little bit to get my shit together. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And kind of like get my stuff in order, right? And get used to life a little bit.
1: That? Yeah, that takes some time, especially going from such drastic yeah. places like that. You. <sighs> You were in New York previously, right? That's, yes. And now you're in LA. That's a that's a man. That's a culture shock right there. Sean, almost. you know me. It's yeah, two I years
0: though. That's not an excuse. And yeah, but,
1: hold on, but and on, but as far as the virginity thing though, yeah. you gotta you gotta wait for somebody you like, man. That's, like you said, so that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do.
2: Well, at this point, Sean, it's like I, I'm 23. I mm-hmm. don't know what I'm missing. I've understood what gets me through the night, which is my hands. Right, um, right. So yeah. like, it's not like I'm desperate for
1: it. Right, 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 right. You know,
2: like it's not like I'm like. <laughs>
1: Like, and you know what you, look at you you got your own show come on that's syndicated in yes. 75 different places at once that's it now now think about how far ahead of you are than some 23 year olds who get who you're, get have sex all the time that's you're right true. You're you know right. what I mean and you're out here bossed up man and you're you're a true g man look, and you're a good person so hey I rather You know what I mean? You got to outweigh your pros and cons, man. So you're you're doing great to me. I
2: love you, man. Thank you. (laughs) That that means a lot. And I, you know, I really enjoyed, seriously, as I look back at Los Angeles, I really enjoyed getting to know you and like over the last, like, you know, when I first moved here over like that year, year and a half, Mm -hmm. I saw you a lot Mm -hmm. and I really got to know you as a person. I got to know your crew. Yes. Right. And like. And here's a deal, right? Like a lot of rappers, like you have yeah. this beautiful chain on your chest,
1: yes, yeah, a gift from Jay Z, yeah, Jay Z. I mean, like Thank you, Jay,
2: y- you rappers put out one image, mm. and sometimes when you meet them in person, right, you- you're afraid that like maybe their image, maybe they're, they're maybe they're, you know, I don't want to call the image douchey, right, but right. it is flashy, right? I know what
1: you mean, yeah. And
2: you calculate flashy with douchey sometimes.
1: Yes, you do. Yeah, I do.
2: Right. It- yeah. It's just basic, right? And you are the complete and total opposite. Thank you. From the way you meet people, from the way you handle, like live with your family, and the way you treat your parents, Thank you, and the exactly. way you treat the people you are with, and the girls you are in love with.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my! I learned <laughs> from you, but I did. Thank I really you. did. Thank you. I appreciate that, yeah. man. And I, I, you know, I was raised right. I guess you know, my mom is. And my family yeah. is a big part of my life, so appreciate that. But
2: but but is, it's easy to lose that, right? Like, is there moments throughout this journey from start to now that you've had to kind of, like, step back and say, what would my mom say about this? What what advice would my dad give me here? Because you could
1: get lost in it, right? You, it's, I can see it's easy to get lost. I personally never have had that moment where I kind of was outside of myself. Like, I just remember what the grind was, man. I'll never forget it What the what the journey was i'll never forget you know and i'll never forget how uh, how fortunate we are i'll never forget how one in a million this is for me to be from detroit michigan and to be a rapper doing what i love to do that i said i was going to do when i was 10 years old like i'll never lose that sense of um just the sense of feeling like i was chosen and feeling how special it is and like that responsibility like you know, I give it up to God. I give it up to, you know, I feel like I got angels around me, man. I, I keep my family around me. And, you know, even though, yeah, I might wild out here and there, but not in that way. I might no. wild out like, okay, I really need to get focused more now. I need yeah. to like, you know, but I, I'm pretty much on it, though. That just gave, thank me, you.
2: That gave me goosebumps because you do feel like you are chosen, right? Because you have a message mm-hmm. that you're you're sharing with the world through your music. Mm-hmm. And there is, I mean, like. You know, what are the chances, right?
1: What are the chances that you
2: man? were the one that would rise, you know, out of Michigan mm-hmm. to Hollywood, Kanye West, Jay-Z, I mean, everything you have going
1: on? Mm-hmm. It's
2: pretty insane.
1: It's a it's a true blessing, man. And it's, you it's great.
2: You look at your chest right now.
1: Yeah. And,
2: <laughs> and you see that chain? That that is a that is the Rockefeller that Jay-Z is Rockefeller
1: piece. That, that is, is a, a gift. That is a real one, man, and I never thought I would have a Rockefeller chain and it was just that just goes to show what type of guy he is, too, man. He's yeah. a great guy, you know what I'm saying? He understands what it means, you know, and he gave it to me and he was like, "Yo, you earned it," you know? And I just thought that was so cool of him to do, man. What do you
2: think when he says you earned it? What what goes to your mind when one of your heroes, I mean, really somebody who's guided you mm-hmm. t- tells you everything you've done, you did it right?
1: Man, that's you know? that's it's just great confirmation, man, cuz I put a lot of life force into this music, a lot of energy, a lot of a lot of positivity into this, you know, and to just see that respect, not and, and and I also have Eminem featured on this album, so <laughs> just to that was a like Crazy. a double hit. And obviously, I'm signed to Kanye, who is one of my my favorite artists. You yeah. know what I mean? Somebody who I absolutely idolized before I met him, and you know, still respect on that same level. You know, I'm yeah. still like you know, even when I'm around Kanye, it's it's a true pleasure. So it's just like I, 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 you know, I don't know what this is. I just hope I don't wake up and like wake up at my mom's house, like, oh, it was all a dream. <laughs> like, God, you know. But it, that's the type of that's how surreal it is for me, though.
2: What is it like working with Kanye and having? A, what is it? Because you said you have tremendous respect for him.
1: Mm, yeah, Do you feel like
2: you can be honest and open with him, or are you always kind of running your words through a filter?
1: You got it. No, I definitely respect him. You know, it's not necessarily running my way through a filter, but you always keep a level of respect. But no, I'm always honest with him. And that's the that's what a good relationship is all about. Being honest, you know, any relationship, business relationship, family relationship, romantic relationships like, uh, you know, all, all relationships are based on communication, honesty and just like you know, expressing yourself and that's it. So I keep that I do keep that com- line of communication with him and sometimes we don't see eye to eye on things, you know? It's not always just like Yeah. It's not always just like, okay, hey, we all going this way, we all going that way. I may feel one way, he may feel another way. But the point is that as family we always work it out and
2: Will you fight him on something creatively or discuss with him?
1: Yeah, creatively. For sure. And and but the thing is I feel like over the years, Kanye has bred me and Trent, you know, like, I've I've wow. seen him make albums. I, I was with him. He took me under his, um, like, under his wing when he was making Graduation. So it was just like he was teaching me how to make albums back then, 808s, and then, huh. you know, all these different crazy albums. So it's what? just like, for now, he's, even now, he's not as involved as he was when I first got into the game yeah. as creatively, but I think that's because he was, he was breading me to to be my yeah. own artist, you know? And now, like, my last album, I would meet up with him and just go over the music, and he would give some suggestions here and there. He would help add stuff to the music, and I just think that that's a true testament of just me becoming my own yeah. artist. Yeah.
2: Why you? Why do you think Kanye picked you? Because that is... To be in any room with that man. And mm-hmm. just to watch. No, he doesn't even need to physically, verbally teach you. Just watching him work, yeah. you walk away with knowledge that is with you forever.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I feel like the little the little bit that he gives, the little energy he gives to something goes a long way in yeah. anything that he does. I, you know, I always ask him, like, man, what did you hear? Because I've been with him when hundreds of people rap for him before. And he's just like, I just saw the, I heard the potential through the punchlines, through the voice. And he was just... He taught me to always see the potential in a person as opposed to always looking for the end result right there. Yeah. You know, he's somebody, I think that's a true testament of his career too. He's somebody who always puts the work in to develop what he's doing and,
2: of course, and make it the best it can be. And I think that th- that that moment is reflective in a lot of what you do, right? Mm-hmm. S- seeing the potential in somebody because yeah. a lot of the people around you, from Zeno on down, like yeah. you've been with them for a very long time.
1: Yeah, shout out to Zeno. He just got promoted. Come on, day. Zeno's, to day. Yeah, Zeno's been Zeno with me everybody. for a while. For Zeno. he got he got promoted to day to my day to day manager, and you know he used to he used to just be before that he used to do some of my social media yeah. stuff, and then before that. I guess you could say like a street team type of level, but he just proved himself to be more capable than what he was given. And sometimes the people who are given those positions are less capable of doing it. And you have to like, you go through so many things, you know, where you sacrifice, you know, uh, opportunities and, and all these things because you don't have the right people in place. It really is a team effort. So it's just cool to see one of my best friends also be my day-to-day manager. I
2: mean, that's great. But you also saw potential in him, right? Yeah. You, you saw yeah. something that, like, let's be real, if you look at Zeno on paper— he probably like shouldn't be your day-to-day, but mm-hmm. because you saw it in him, you understood him, you put him in the situations to shine and to learn, yeah, and, and he, to sometimes make mistakes, but to learn and move forward and become better.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's doing a great job, man. It's great. So, shout out to Zeno back there. Yeah, I love that man. Yeah, man, And but but what I can say, Zach, is that, uh, you know, I just hope that when people listen to the, the music, the new album, I uh, decided that they do take something away from it, man, because... There are underlying messages in it. There is inspiration in the, in this music, man. And there is, you know, even Bounce Back. You know, that's the story of the underdog. It's still a party record. It's still fun. But, you know, in there, there is a story of the underdog, man. And I know what it's like to know your potential, your full potential, and then not be executed. Yeah. I know what it's like to have the eyes against you and for to people not expect you to go anywhere. And then you, you, you beat those eyes, man. So... I just hope people can enjoy that and take something away from it.
2: And and let's jump into uh, I Decided, right? Mm -hmm. It's a great record.
1: Thank you. Top to bottom. Thank you. Appreciate that. It
2: is a story, right? Yes, sir. And there is inspiration in there, but through inspiration, you reach a dark space within yourself. Yeah. I mean...
1: This is true.
2: Can you walk me through just how a record happens? How, how, How does it come about? Like, does it start with, you know an emotion like you're you're do you you sit there and like think back to you know your your life and kind of pick out moments and kind of like think heavy on them to elaborate on them like explain it to me
1: all of that I mean the a lot of the songs get inspired by the music you know as far as the writing gets inspired by the music that you know sometimes the beat sometimes I did have the concept before I had uh the music but mostly it would be the music and we would come up with concepts but it was telling a story of just, you know, I, I had a late con- late night conversation with one of my friends one time after the studio around 4.30 in the morning. And I told him, like, man, you ever felt like this was our chance to get it all right? And he was like, what do you mean? I was just like, man, I, I was like, this sounds crazy, but I sometimes do feel like this is my second time around, not in a reincarnation way, which I believe in that too, in karma, but in a way of, like, just what if God gave you one chance to redo it? Like, all right, man, you see where you messed up at. I'm going to give you one more chance. You know, you're not going to remember this. Yeah. But I'm going to let you go back and, you know, maybe you'll have a little more wisdom this time with this. So so
2: maybe some somebody is living out their second life through you.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So throughout the album, even on the cover, it's a picture of current day me then there's a picture of older me. And we're parallel in the exact same place. And what separates us is a tree. And even in um, wow. in Bounce Back and a lot of the merch that went along with the album, I say with the faith of a mustard seed, I kept growing. And it's just like, you know, a mustard seed is this big and you plant it and it becomes this big tree. So that tree kind of symbolizes like that faith between the two of the difference of lives, you know, the juxtapositions. In any way, throughout the album, my older self is guiding me, you know, and you know, I hear the consciousness of him, but sometimes I pay attention, sometimes I don't. But all in all, you know, you hear him working at a job for forty five years and he was so unhappy, and then by the end of the album, you know, as I got a chance to redo it all, it completely is different. You know, I, I'm sitting here talking to my mom about how thankful I am that everything's worked out and it feels like I got a second chance, but You know, hopefully people can take away these different things from going, you know, from love to thinking a girl's the one, going after her, her not being the one, to going into depression, to being deep and to having God lift you up out of it and your family lift you out of it and realizing that it's bigger than you. Yeah. So you
2: have to get deep and you really need to get to know yourself.
1: Yes. To put this out. Yeah. I did. I did.
2: Do you just like, okay, so over the last two years you've been working on the record, you Mm -hmm. think?
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Do you go through heartache and all this stuff in your life, keep it in, and then therapeutically let it out?
1: You know, I don't even, it's not even a conscious thing to keep it in, but I don't realize I let it out until it's out sometimes. Really? Sometimes when I sit back and listen to the song, I'll be like, wow, that was, I'll f- I feel better, like, wow, I really got that idea off, you know what I mean? And yeah. It's, it's great because I just, honestly, as an artist, at least for me, who are an artist who writes his own music and stuff, I sacrifice my privacy all the time. I put it all on the line. Yeah, I'll admit when I'm wrong in music. I'll admit when, <laughs> if they're the right one, they're the wrong one. If I, you know, if I messed up, if all of this, and that's the, that's the um, dedication. And that's the promise I made, you know, to just lay it all on the to line. To your art. Yeah, to my art.
2: Does that scare you a little bit? Because everything you do in life is pretty much documented. Right. Like I can like, let's be real. Even on your last record or the songs you were putting out over the last two years, they they would come in bits and pieces. I'd be able to listen to the records and I kind of knew who you were talking about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I I can connect
1: dots. Right.
2: So like your life is pretty much, it's there.
1: Yeah. And it's there forever. It's there forever. But you know what? Hopefully people can take something from that. Uh, You know, hopefully people can learn something from that or relate to them. You know, when I get a chance to talk to like, you know, fans or just people who listen to the album, You know, when they say like, "Man, that one hit me," or "Man, that one took me back," or "Man, that one made me think of my grandma," man, or that one really took me back to my granddad, and like, or I had to, I sent this to my mom. My mom loved this song, or, you know, man, this is my gym song. This is the song I work out to. It's like all of that, man, makes it all worth it for me, straight up.
0: Well, there was a line on the album that I could relate to, and when I heard it, I was like, "Damn, it's when uh, bigger than me. And You said, "I've seen people in the same place for ten years, man. That shit is pathetic." Yeah, and I was like yeah
1: yeah man. that's the that's crazy like I grew up in Detroit, so like um, you know, I would come back i you know, I would come back a lot and just ride through you know the neighborhood yeah, I grew up course. in and just like see the same people on the porches sometimes. I'm looking at my watch, thinking of the date like, man, I, you've been sitting on this porch for fifteen <laughs> years, man, like living with your mom for fifteen years, like, damn,
2: is that a driving force for you, right? Yes, you yes. don't want that,
1: no way. That is, like, more than a driving force for me. I don't want that for my kids, man. I don't want my kids growing up like that, neither. I want them to, like, I don't have any kids. Not yet. No, not yet. But it's just, like, that's my motivation. It's, like, I not only am I doing this for me, I'm doing this for, like, my family. I'm of doing course. it for the generation ahead of me, the generation behind me. Like, got to do something, man.
2: Bigger Than Me is a record off the album that is Mm -hmm. really getting a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And there's another line in the record, and it says, you saw your first dead body at the age of 14.
1: Yes. Is that the truth? That was the truth, yes. In Detroit, I I remember I was at, um, I saw a lot of dead bodies growing up. Honestly, like, I remember when I went to the fireworks one time downtown, and they were going off, and, like, we looked over and saw, we thought somebody was letting off fireworks, and it was an automatic weapon. And like it, people were getting like knocked down and, you know, I've, you know, it's, it, I'm sure it's like this in a lot of places, it's not just Detroit, LA, I'm sure. New York, LA, you Chicago, it, Chicago yeah. you know, and I've definitely seen stuff like that, but, um, that's just motivation, you know, just shows me what I don't want to be a part of. Of
2: course. like that. Do you think we live in a world where that can be eliminated within, you know, places like Detroit or Chicago?
1: Yes. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. The neighborhoods that were unsafe to walk down now in Detroit literally have completely changed. New businesses. That's great. Abandoned buildings. I remember one time one of my friends, she got raped walking to school. And it was like it messed her up. And she lived in a neighborhood in that same neighborhood. where, And it was a like a, you know, crackhead, yeah. an abandoned building, abandoned houses, hiding out all those houses and buildings now are businesses. They're wow. literally restaurants, buildings that have been empty since I was like a little kid, since probably before I was born. Now I have new <laughs> hotels, new developments, new restaurants, new this. And it's just, it's incredible to see in the streets that were unsafe, Like you can, it's everybody walking down the you know, That's it's great. like people are more aware of the community. People want to make it better. So I'm proud of the city for that. And, it's crazy how my success, I, I don't know how this is possible, but I've tied like Detroit and me to the heart somehow because it's synonymous. Like, you are. My stuff has been building and so has the city of Detroit. And it's just, I, I know it's just a personal thing for me probably, but it's just very cool to see that.
2: The growth is parallel and the evolution yeah. is parallel. Like, yeah. You know, that's, and you give back too. You, yeah. You, how often are you there?
1: I'm often probably like every like month and a half or so, that's or great. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I come back and. My mom, my my, I, I moved my family outside of the city, but we're still, like, right there. So my house, I live there, too. You just got a new house. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just sold my house in L.A. Okay. Yeah, and got a new house here. In but, L.A.? In L.A., yeah, but I do have a house in Michigan where it's me, my mom, my brother. Very cool. Yeah, and I got my my room is like in the basement and stuff. It's, it's cool though. <laughs> you
2: know, my, I mean, you're the one who's barely home. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You exactly. go to
1: the basement. That's yeah. just the way it works. The basement's nice though. It's a nice, nice basement. So <laughs>
2: you made it, you made
1: it nice. Yeah, yeah. But we, uh, yeah, we do do a lot for the city. We give back. Um, I do my foundation. Me and my mom are in it, and um, it's the Sean Anderson Foundation. We do a lot for Flint. That was one of the things for Bigger Than Me. We had like a Flint Choir. Choir, Flint Chosen Choir featured on it. Um, oh. just to show love from that side of things too. You know, we helped out with the, uh, you know, obviously with the water crisis by raising, we raised about a hundred thousand dollars for Thank you for that. Yeah. We, we
2: proudly represent, uh, the community of Flint and we're on the radio there as well. Oh, wow. In addition to a lot of big rapids and a couple other places in Michigan. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Awesome. So yeah. It goes a long way. It, it does go a long way. My mom, she had lead poisoning too. And she was able to reverse a lot of the effects by, like, homeopathic, you know, remedies and holistic treatment and stuff. So wow. it was important for her because a lot of those kids get got that from that water, and they also have brain damage. Yeah. So it's just—it's it's a terrible thing to see, but we did that. And we're also working on a curriculum. Like, my mom was a teacher. Okay. So we're working on a curriculum called Mog- Mogul Prep. And it's already, <laughs> cool. it's already uh, incorporated in a, a couple schools in Detroit and in Baltimore, but— what it is is just showing different professions in the music industry and in the that's entertainment right. industry because growing up, all I wanted to be was a rapper because that's all I saw. Mm-hmm. But if I would have known that my business manager, my manager, my agent, booking agent, you're, creative you're director. Your
2: uh, day-to-day. day to Whole ecosystem, the
1: economy around you. There's a whole thing, man, and guess what? If my stuff falls, if my career ended tomorrow, they would still have jobs and careers, and that's mm-hmm. something that... These kids need to be taught. I feel like in high school is a curriculum, you know? That's and so that's something that we started too that we're trying to get off the ground. Awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. Yeah, and if you want to show more love to it, you could check it out at Sean Anderson. Uh, Sean the Sean Anderson and
2: please that is phenomenal.
1: Thank you, thank you.
2: Wow, I mean because it's true. You don't really know what's out there. Yeah, and you're only really kind. Of, you know what you're told, mm, right? You and know you, what
1: you're told. You yeah. know
2: the celebrities and the stars, but you don't know all the people who help them get there. Yeah, right. And that it's not possible just by the star. They, yeah. they don't and get not there. just
1: help them get there. Help them be there. Yes, that are there. That you know. Oh. it's like the least twenty. 20- 30 people behind me that have something to do with me and just my stuff. And you can imagine for artists that are, you know, for bigger than me that you have even more. So it's just like, I'm telling you, there's, there's so much to be, great. to be taught there. So
2: when, when you're doing all this good mm-hmm. and then you see on a national level, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, I don't want to say reverse it, but making things more difficult, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: right? You could do all the good in the world, but he can come through and it could be real rough.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Overall thoughts.
1: Society thoughts, right now. You know, here is my overall thought about it. You can't put energy into things you can't change. It's no point in it. You know, I can sit up here and say, "Man, f- him," or you know, this and that. But it's done. What it's done. He was he was freely elected in a country, mm-hmm. freely elected. You know, fair and square. Did, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with it. What I'm saying is we have to make sure that we take care of ourselves. We be the best versions of ourselves individually improve ourselves even though that's like even on the album I talk about having the wisdom of your older self now like imagine that like imagine how much further we would be in like male you know maybe this is something that's going to help all of us get our stuff together you know what i mean yeah. so it's just like I mean, you saw me. I was performing at the Hillary thing. I was, like, you know, there. But at the same time, it's just, like, I'm not going to put any energy into something I can't change. I'd rather put energy into something that's going to make a difference, which is myself and helping others. That's you awesome. know what I mean?
0: That's awesome. But when yeah. you when you say a line about wanting to murder him, do you expect yeah. a response from him? Like, I mean, you know he's going to hear that.
1: Well, no, no, no. And here to keep it honest with you, when you rap, you just go into your own world sometimes, yeah. and you do these type of things. and. You know, even on the Eminem song, where he he's saying what he's saying. It's just like, but at the same time, it's, it's bigger than all of that, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Can you describe how this collaboration with Eminem happened? Like, you do you go to him, or does he express interest in you? Uh, just explain it to me, because it's mind-blowing.
1: Um, He sounds different. I, I, I've never heard Eminem sound like this on a record ever. I think that's so tight that he sounds different. It, it like, when I first heard it, I had chills, man, because it felt like... It felt like how I felt when I was listening to Slim Shady LP. You know yes. what I mean? It was like, Whoa, you're like blowing my mind right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the f and um you know, I reached out to Paul Rosenberg, his manager. I reached out to Royce the five nine. I reached out to Eminem, like all the his whole camp. And then they hit me back and I was on the phone with M and M was like, Man, I love this song. This song is crazy, but you know obviously he's busy working on his, you yeah. know working and doing his thing. He's doing his own album, isn't he? I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying he may, he was busy, you know, so he was busy <laughs> and he he didn't know if he would be able to get some, you know, the song yeah. in time for me and I honestly, I didn't know if that was real. Like, I didn't know if he was trying to let me down easy, or you know, uh, you know how some people was like, "Oh, I, I don't know if I got time," you know. And I but don't want to hold you up. I don't want to hold you up. But then I can say he is a true man in his word because a couple weeks later, he was like, "Hopefully, in a couple weeks, I can figure out." And a couple weeks later, he found the time, man, and he completely murdered it. And I feel like he has so much to get off of his chest. You know what I mean, and I was I was so ecstatic when I got it when because I got it, man. He's
2: been sitting back and just like taking notes on society and on his life and on the media right now,
1: mm-hmm. right? Like
2: he's just doing, like he's studying up for something huge.
1: Yeah, I man, I can't wait to see what he does, man. But he he murdered no favors, dude. And so good. Yeah, and I just when I was talking to him, he was just like, man, I'm happy to be a part of it. Like I, he was like, thanks for including me. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of a lot of people, but he was like, man, I just think you're like a, one of the dang, most dangerous MCs. Like, I got mad respect for you. Thank you for including me. I'm like,
2: that, wow. Man, wow. Thank, <laughs> thank
1: you. You know, like,
2: and you don't give him notes or anything. Like, if he, you, you like everything he did right out the gate.
1: Off, off top, man. Yeah. There's nothing I could change about that. Like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real though. I sent him a 16 bar verse as his. You know, I'm like, here's the space that I want you verse in. And then he sent back two, like, two minutes of rap. So, <laughs> and
0: what like, are you going to do? Tell him no?
1: No, that was a blessing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this gift. Yeah, it was a gift, you know, and I appreciated it straight up.
2: Which song in your life has had the most impact that you've released, that you've created? I
1: don't know. most impact?
2: I mean, it's... It,
1: for I, me, personally? Personally
2: or, and professionally, because I think that the two might be different, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
2: let's start personal
1: I don't well professionally I don't know you know this mu- new music just came out two days ago so of course that no favors that Eminem is one I remember when me Jay-Z and Kanye did Click that was like major for me and just so many moments that was just, I don't, I don't f- with you was like a major moment that, for me. But th-
2: see, that's where my mind goes yeah. because that for the first time puts the name big Sean in everybody in this country's mouth. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Like that You're was, right.
2: that was, as I remember talking to you about that song. You mm-hmm. sent it to me and I was like, this song's a fucking hit. Yeah. And nobody was touching it really yet.
1: Nobody was touching it, I remember. It was
2: just creeping.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
2: really put your, it, it changed your percent, like, it changed your public profile.
1: It did. I think. It did. It was a massive, crazy hit for me, man. And, and it was two years ago. Two years ago. And it still goes, though. Like, when I still perform that song, it still goes crazy. Like, And it
2: will forever.
1: Yeah, it's a, that was major. That was I had no idea that song was going to be like that.
2: Do you have a rhythm? Do you want to release mu- music every two years? Or like, do you have a planned schedule in your head?
1: Well, no, I definitely want to release music way sooner now. Right? Really? Yeah. Th- I didn't mean for it to take so long, but you know, the next album will not take that long, I promise.
2: Do you think it's because the industry is changing, or is it because you just have a lot to say?
1: I just have a lot to say. I have so much to say, and I just feel like that I barely, cracked, barely scratched the surface on this last album. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like I got more to go.
0: On the song Me," the questions at the end, are they questions you're sick of being asked? Or, like, are you mocking the media?
1: Oh, yeah, that was just the skit. That, yeah. that I was, mm, I was more so mocking. Okay. I was more so just making fun of it, because that's how it is sometimes, you know. They ask you, like, these dumbass questions, but then...
2: <laughs> question but over then
1: over but then like right when you're like about you close the door they try to ask you something prolific like on the skin of the album like soon as i close the door he's like what is your stance on animal cruelty like yeah. what did you what do you think about harambe do you think he should have got shot or you know what's your stance on that like it's just like okay and, and i have nothing against you know harambe media. no of course <laughs> of course all love to harambe but no i have nothing against um you know, media, paparazzi, or nothing, because I understand their position too. They gotta feed their families and do the, do their job.
0: It's a whole ecosystem, man.
1: It is, it is. So you can't hate on that, you know.
0: So is Janae the one? Is she you gonna bring her home to mom? mom Has she mom already is... met mom?
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> I,
0: like, I mean, yeah, but don't you? you just ask. She's very, to just... she's
1: very special. I mean, even before you know dating and stuff, she was she. I respected her as an artist. We were friends, you know what I mean? So it was definitely a natural thing, and it's great, man. We we make great music together. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: How does that work? Like, the one question I always had for you and Ari when you would do music together was, like, any creative spats? Like, who takes lead in the studio, or is it completely mutual? Like, how does that
1: work? It just depends on the song. Okay. You know what I mean? It depends on if the idea, where the idea comes from in the song, where there's... Could be her idea, could be my idea. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. It could be concept. It could be about something. So I feel like every song, and even just regardless of that situation, every song is just different how it gets made. So it's no like it's not like a factory how you put this to send you assemble that and assemble that. Yeah.
2: Why are you attracted to musicians? Is it? So, I mean, it, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Naya was kind of a musician, but like no. you know, what what is it about them? Is it like is it their vibe? Is it their energy?
1: Is it no man? Is it their talent? Like, What what I can say is that maybe it's just I'm not gonna say anything about that. Okay, like get out of here. It's not even about musician. It's not about none of that. It's just about no. But there could but there could
2: be a passion there, right? There could be a love. There could be an energy, and it could be the shared appreciation for a common art that can make you attracted to each other. That's the point I'm trying to make.
1: That's a good point, right? Yeah,
2: because you guys can connect on different levels.
1: There you go, man.
2: I'll answer the question for you. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, what fuels you? What, what what keeps you going? What gets you up in the morning? What gets you on the jet? What what,
0: what keeps the ball rolling for you? What gets you? you on the jet?
1: What gets me on the jet? <laughs> 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 what keeps the ball rolling, man? Um, just family does. Just different experiences going through life. And just wanted to, you know, honestly, know, I know my potential and I know what I can do for the world. And I feel like I can do something for the world. I feel like I can bring something to the table. I feel like I can offer ideas that people need to hear. Yes. And that's what fuels me. And that's, you know, I work very hard. I have a studio everywhere I go. On the tour bus, on the smallest tour bus, in the, every city I go to, it has to be a studio set up there because I just can't stop, man. I have to, like, keep going and keep producing because... I feel like that's a part of a, my bigger mission.
2: It is, is and it's that. also your vehicle, right? Like, that's, your music is your vehicle to get you there and to kind of help spark change, right? Yeah,
1: and I know there's somebody else, man, who has the same dream and, as, and ambition as me who's ready to take my spot, too, you know? And that is... They're not gonna get it, man. They're not gonna get that spot for me because I'm going to, only going up.
2: You have a lot more music and a lot more story to tell. Yeah. And you have many, many years left.
1: Yeah, thank you, do thank you, you.
2: Do you watch the people around you? Do you look at everybody else in the space a little yeah. bit? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I pay attention, but that's just because I'm aware and I'm a yeah. music mu- music fan. So yeah, always.
2: Light. One of my favorite records on the album. Mm-hmm. What is the light?
1: Light is. Excuse me. I just ate some <laughs> some Indian food. <laughs> Did you? It was pretty good. <laughs> I'm yeah. jealous. Tiki masala. Oh. Yeah. I'm a
2: Malakofta guy.
1: I, oh yeah. Samosas. Very good.
2: Yeah. Right. Do you like that?
1: Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, the light though. Um, that that first song, the first line of the album is I spent my whole life trying to improvise. I'm not saying that's for you to sympathize. I spent my whole life trying to find a light that's at the end of the tunnel. I should have realized it was inside. It's just about realizing your inner like power, man, and once you get that right, everything on the outside starts changing. So that was like the whole point of, you know, with the story when you come back and it's your second time around, like I feel like that's the initial Thing that you need to get right is what's inside you, man, and that's the light. Like, finding that light.
2: I think over the last few years, I found my
1: light. That's great, man. Seriously. That's great, because then, and look, what's changing now? Everything on the and, outside, that, every, man. But
2: that, you, you saying that everything, like, because everything in my life has kind of started to fall into place.
1: And there you go. That's what I'm talking about. And then the second track on the album is Bounce Back. Once you figure it out inside, you bounce back from all the, all uh. the, all the losses you took, and you're going at it. And then No Favors is the track after that. And that's when it's like, I don't need any favors. Like, this is mine. I'm owning this. And that's like the first. Like, the album, to me, It was broken up into four different acts. Like, that's the first act. The second act is going after your true love. And then it not going so well. And then it going down being a third act. And you go into this dark spot. And, you know, voices in your head. And then you get lifted up out of that, you know, with by your family. For me, it was my mom. And just, like then realizing that it's bigger than you and that's the whole like album
0: beautiful when you're making the album do you think like i need a club song i need a party song i need this type of song
1: mm mm. i used to think like that but not anymore because after my last album and then when i saw i don't with you blow up how i did i was just like man i'm just never i'm always just gonna make music that feels right i'm not gonna be like i need to have the radio smash I need to like no, I Because that
2: comes, right? If you're true and genuine.
1: It just comes natural, man. Yes. And it's just like you might as well make the music that people you know, I've known people who had the hottest song on the radio and then next year I don't even hear their name anymore. I'd rather make something that if I have a fan base that I'm giving them something to hold on to, five years from now they'll still be playing that song and being like, Man, that song changed my life. Whether someone was on the radio or not, that's more important to me, you know than just having the success of the commercial radio and things like that so
0: are you a fan like we were like i would
1: never would have thought bounce back would be a radio song but it will be it's going to be i mean it is i'm looking at the high 100 it's like 15 on there it's like top 15 it's like okay you know it's like wow who i never would have thought that and it's actually moving and that's just cool to see you know
0: but that song at least still has a message. Like, there's a lot of musicians nowadays that just make a song because it sounds cool and they want to be on the radio. Are you a fan of that type of music? Of what? It's just like they just they just make the song because it sounds cool. There's no message in it. They're just kind of...
2: I-, I would consider that hello. Hello
0: music. Or mumble rap. That's a big term nowadays.
1: Oh, like, well, am I a fan of... What? I don't know exactly who you mean or what you mean, but, yeah, I'm a fan of, like, all music. It's not like I just listen to, like just conscious rap like i love like all music and you know i'm not you know the next i'm not the next person next person is not me mm-hmm. so i don't expect somebody to to be saying the same things i'm I'm saying i respect them to give their perspective you know mm-hmm. that's why i love amigos so much I, and i had them on my album because i feel like that they're just like um keeping it raw man not caring and like not caring about what people saying, just like staying true to them. Like, I, I really appreciate that, that about artists in any genre.
2: Big Sean, I love you,
1: dude. I love you too, man.
2: I've missed you.
1: Yeah, good seeing you.
2: I am so happy for everything you have going on. Thank you. You, I mean, so much more ahead. It's Th- so exciting.
1: Thank you, man. And it's
2: been very cool to just watch since I've gotten to know you. Thank you. Just to just watch your eyes.
1: Thank it's you. Really excited. You too, man. I'm um, congrats on uh, the show. It seems like it's just getting bigger and bigger for you. Uh, thank you. You're 23, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> man, you got the whole world in front of you, man. So Thank you. Will congrats. You, will you keep coming back? Yeah, of course I'll come back. Hi. Yeah. Much love all to day.
0: you. All day. I have two more things uh, oh, real, real, go. real quick. First off, is uh, our SNL performance is awkward cuz I watch them back and I always seem, like they always seem like a little off, like the sound or something.
1: Oh yeah, man. The sound for me wasn't the best at all, you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, that's one of them things It's was like, ugh But at the same time It was an honor And it was my first time on SNL So I can, I'm looking forward to like Coming back and even doing it Bigger and better but... Well,
2: that's it You learn You now know what went wrong And yeah. now you're gonna make sure That the person who fucked up The first
0: time Ain't gonna be there the second time Oh yeah And then you're gonna be good That's for sure And then the last one I asked John Legend the same question He didn't have an answer for me But where's the Cruel Winter album? That's taken forever <sighs>
1: Man, you, I'm looking for to it too. <laughs> it's 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 definitely being like worked on though. It's definitely being worked. So gotta okay. get it. You Guess know, best know. love for the people who still waiting and still who who got love for good music and a and a cruel winter and a compilation and mm-hmm. you know cruel summer was an incredible totally. classic. So you can just you best believe though that good music is like intact and is is being worked on that cruel winter.
2: Cool. Before you go, Chris Martin. Yeah. You chose not to add the record to the album.
1: Yeah. Only because this not because the song isn't amazing, but just because I really took this album and the story of the album serious and I didn't want to just ha- add the Chris Martin record for the sake of it.
2: I get it. For the name for the, the, the cashier. I think it, it. would have
1: been big for me, Coldplay. I'm a huge Coldplay fan. I'm a huge Chris Martin fan. But at the same time it's just like I didn't want to um I just didn't want to wrongfully put it on there. Good. For Any other you know for for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know, I art, want to do it for the right reasons art
2: first Yeah,
1: and it's just you know, uh, I, that's I'm hundred percent sure that song is coming out So
2: can I hear it one day
1: will you play yeah. it for me? <laughs> it's a fire fire song to me It's like one of my favorites
2: I just I'm interested in what that collaborations like and how the two mesh together. Yeah, he's, he's the coolest guy he, He's been oh, here. Yeah. He's
1: Awesome, he's awesome, man. And he he's just a great guy.
2: drops you wisdom and he teaches you about life. And like,
1: he's he's where he's at for a reason, man. Yes. He's a great, great dude, man. It's just cold just fire
0: and the greatest performer.
1: Yeah, he's a great performer, right? Uh, amazing, yeah. I'm a good performer too. You got,
0: yeah, I... <laughs> Are you t- you're, t- you're going on tour soon for this album, right?
1: Yeah, the I Decided tour is on, you know, for all the people who got love for the album, man. You gotta come see me do a it live, it's gonna be crazy. you going everywhere. Going everywhere, um, a lot of the cities are sold out, like, all the L.A. shows are sold out, the Palladium and Anaheim and, you know, places like that, but it's still, I think New York, we're doing Radio City. Wow. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, it's going to be crazy.
2: Like, what is, I mean, come on, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's big, it's going to be crazy. Like,
2: Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. Like when was the first of all like when was the last time like Radio City Music Hall had like you know a, a, a rapper mm-hmm. headline their venue?
1: Yeah, it's gonna I mean, be insane. Ever?
2: I'm wondering. Now that's a question I have, and I got to Google yeah. it. That's <laughs> a big deal, man.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be insane, man. So it starts off in March. You get the tickets now. You know, for the cities, like I said, a few of them are sold out, but. There's definitely some tickets left, so go on there and come see me live. I promise you, I'm gonna deliver the creativity and the like, all that stuff on the tour is gonna be crazy.
2: I'm inviting myself to the LA show.
1: Oh, come on! Thanks. You're invited.
2: I decided it is out right now, and seriously, it is such a beautiful piece of work. Thank you, man. Really, an incredible album, top to bottom. Thank you, thank you. Every song, it it, it really it, it hits, it hits you. It, yeah. it really you. you your story in your life comes through beautifully and it's just it's so real and it's so raw and I, I give you a lot of respect for being able to be that honest. Thank and to put you put that man. out there into the world and I really genuinely believe that it is, you know, what, a vehicle for change for you. You're gonna help change a lot of people.
1: Thank you. That's, your that's music. the whole goal, man. So if you got love for me, support this album. I didn't, it's no physicals and stories yet, it's just digital. The physicals come out February seventeenth. Just because I didn't want it to leak or anything. No, I wanted I it, it to be done properly. So if you got love for me, I need you to like, this is the this the is time one. I'm asking you to support me. You know, buy it, digitally stream it. Like, let's go. I'm trying to make a statement. So let's get it.
0: I oh, decided. Wait, quickly, why did you get so mad at that guy throwing money at you in Vegas the other night?
1: Oh, damn, you heard about that?
0: It, yeah. it just made it everywhere about an hour ago. I, really?
1: Yeah. I have a th-
2: you, you, you give your answer. I have a theory on why you were pissed at it, but you
0: go.
1: Man, damn, that's crazy. I didn't think that that would be a thing.
0: Oh, yeah. It made it. Really? Yep.
1: (laughs) I was just... Let me tell you why I was mad, man, because first of all, it was... was The first time I was performing a lot of those new songs off the album, one. Two, it was just very distracting when you're throwing money in a Mm. crowd and, and... somebody's performing man i think that's rude yeah i agree it's just like yo why don't you wait till i'm gone or something like why are you throwing money man that's disrespectful and it was just like disrespectful the way the money was just landing on people it was landing on the stage i was on it's just like yo you're being disrespectful man and i just feel like the concept of throwing of being above people Disgusting. throwing money at yeah. them is just like yo this isn't this is 2017 man we don't, we don't, this is not what we're doing this ain't no strip club man this is like <laughs> You that, know what I mean? That was yeah. my
2: exact theory on why you were pissed.
1: Yeah, it was just like, I felt like it was disrespectful to me. Yes, and everybody mm-hmm. else. And everybody, and to everybody in there. Why do I
2: want your money? I'm not your charity And guest.
1: I saw it like coming down on people and people kind of just being like, "Not cool. like. I would have just collected it all. Of course you would have. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I hope those people, I hope people collected it all. But what I'm saying is that was just disrespectful. It was us. wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: I decided, is the album out now? Please, do yourself a favor and give it a listen. It's really phenomenal. And. Dude, I'm going to be spinning your records on the radio. Thank Pop you. Pop radio.
1: Thank you, man. Pop
2: radio loves Big Sean.
1: All day. I appreciate that.
2: Love you, dude. Thank you for Love taking you the time. Love you, too.
1: Thank y'all. Thank you.
0: This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.